Thanks so much for tuning in. We here at Sandberg Student Services Leadership Team strive to help students plan for life after high school, and we hope that this podcast can be a tool for evaluating your post-secondary options and opportunities. We hope you enjoy. Hi, thanks for tuning in. I'm Julia Canellas here with Sean Harlan, and we are here with Gunnar Sergeant Litton, the Marine Corps representative. Just to start off, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So can you describe the Marine Corps' role as a branch of the military? The Marine Corps has a unique role as in it's kind of like America's 911 force, as in um, the Marine Corps doesn't need congressional approval to go handle business somewhere wherever it might need to be taken care of. As far as the rest of the branches will actually need congressional approval before they go anywhere. So the Marine Corps can be anywhere within 24 hours in the entire world. Can you take us through the transition from civilian life to USMC boot camp? From civilian life, let's say high school seniors or a junior just finishing up his junior year. They're actually allowed to enlist, but if you're under 18, you need your parents' approval. So what they'll do is they'll come visit a recruiter. We'll screen them out, make sure they're mentally, physically, and morally qualified, meaning they can pass the ASVAB. There's nothing really physically wrong with them. And moral would be like background type stuff. So if you have like a major crime against you, that's probably going to be an issue. But if everything clears out there, you'll go to what's called MEPS, which is Medical Enlistment Processing Station. And that's where, we're gonna, that's where they're going to check you guys out to make sure you're physically qualified. <clears throat> After that point, you'll be able to raise your right hand, and that's when you actually enlist. A lot of people think they're coming to the Marine Corps recruiting office, and that's when they're enlisting. Well, that's not the case. You can't enlist inside of a recruiting office. You're literally coming in just to get information. So when you enlist, you'll be at the MEPS, and you'll raise your right hand. You'll be in a big room with a bunch of flags, and you'll say the oath, I support and defend the Constitution of the United States, so on and so on. That's when you enlist. And I'm sorry. And then you'll go into what's called a police status. So every Wednesday, uh, one Wednesday a week, and then it'll be the third Saturday of each month. You'll actually come to the recruiting station, and that's where we kind of start prepping you guys, exercise, getting you ready for boot camp, basic Marine Corps knowledge. So the longer you're in the delayed entry program, which you can be in the delayed entry program for up to a year, the longer you're in there, the more successful you're going to be at boot camp instead of waiting until after your senior year, enlisting, and then trying to go to boot camp right away. How would a Sandberg student actually be able to reach a recruiter? Um, he would, I mean, there's two recruiting stations right behind Culver's on 159th Street. There's the Army Recruiting Station. There's the Marine Corps Recruiting Station. The Air Force and the Navy, they're over in Chicago Heights. I mean, I'm pretty much all over Snapchat, all over Instagram, all over Facebook. I have my, I'm here quite a bit. Usually I try to come at least once a month and do my table setups. Come talk to me. I can talk to you about any branch. doesn't matter. Transitioning to admissions, what are the requirements for joining the Marine Corps? Requirements for joining the Marine Corps, the basic requirements are going to be passing the ASVAB, which is a 30, a 31 or above, is going to is passing the ASVAB. Uh, physical requirements for the Marine Corps is going to be height and weight standards. I mean, you have to ma- maintain a certain height and weight standards for the Marine Corps. Now, other branches are a little bit more lenient with that. So those are the basic requirements. Are there any factors that would disqualify someone from enlisting? There's a multitude of factors that could disqualify someone from enlisting but you're better off to get with your recruiter and ask them one-on-one because there's just way too much to talk about when it comes to that standpoint. Do you have to be a United States citizen to enlist? You don't have to be a United States citizen. You can also be an I-55 card holder, which is a green card. You can can have your green card and enlist. Now, I know there's some policy coming coming down. Hopefully, it'll get approved where non-citizens can enlist and they can actually gain citizenship from that. I think we'll hear more about that maybe January. I can't really comment too much on that, though. So moving on a little to career development, what are some of the educational options in the Marine Corps? The educational options in the Marine Corps are pretty cut and dry, pretty simple. If you're enlisted, 
you can go to any college you want to. There's colleges on every single Marine Corps base. If you don't like the colleges on the base, you can go to the colleges off base. You can go to online school. As long as you're enlisted and you get a C or above in that class, then you're going to that the college is paid for. You also gain college credits from day one at boot camp. So, I mean, you're getting college credits regardless of whether or not you're going to college or not. And a lot of times, depending on how technical your job is, you can get certifications to those jobs. You can get qualifications that most people that go to college aren't going to have. So one of the biggest difference for educational opportunities in the Marine Corps is you're going to get your education and it's going to be free. If you decide to get out after your first four years, the Marine Corps is going to continue to pay you for four more years what's called BAH. It's a basic allowance for housing. It's going to depend on the cost of living for the area that you decide to go to school at for four more years. So essentially your college is still paid for and you're getting paid to go to school instead of being a college student trying to hold down a job. What are some of the divisions or jobs you can do as a Marine? If you can do it in the civilian world, you can do it in the Marine Corps. You can do anything from being a cook, mechanics, tank mechanics, vehicle mechanics, aircraft mechanics, electronics, gunsmiths, infantry, police officer, corrections officer. They have CID, criminal investigation department, like detectives, FBI, CIA type stuff. There's over 350 jobs in the Marine Corps, so you can basically do just about anything you want. What opportunities are available for women in the Marine Corps? The opportunities available for women in the Marine Corps are the same with the men. They have the same opportunities the men have in the Marine Corps, as long as they're meeting the standards, along with everybody else. What is the difference between enlisting and becoming an officer? Enlisting you can do as a high school uh, after you finish your junior year in high school. So then you're, you can enlist at that point. <clears throat> then you just go straight to boot camp, straight to the Marine Corps, you know, PFC, private, Lance Corporal, all that. Or officers are going to be the guys that decided to, after high school they were going to go to college and get their degree, bachelor's degree. Officers are going to have a little bit higher standards when it comes to physical fitness than enlisted. Enlisted, you pretty much have to meet height and weight standards and pass the ASVAB. Officers are going to have to score very well on the ASVAB, a 74 or above. Get over, an, uh, I think it's a 1250 on your SATs or a 22 on your ACTs, pretty much kind of be considered for that area. And so to wrap up, what are some of the benefits um, for a person that enlists right out of high school? Some of the benefits for someone to enlist right out of high school, they're generally speaking going to be about 17, 18 years old. You enlist, if you do 20 years in the Marine Corps, then you can retire when you're 38 years old. That's one of the hugest benefits you're going to get. There's also, like, if you want to be an aircraft mechanic, but you've never even touched an aircraft before, then as long as you pass the ASVAB and get the score that's required for that job, then you'll be an aircraft mechanic, you'll get on-the-job training. And that's not just with that job either. That's with all the trades, any job in the Marine Corps is all on the job training. Because you go through basic, you go through a basic course, then you go to an advanced course after that, and you kind of learn how to do your job. Once you get to your unit, it's all on the job training. Great. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys. My name is Hazem Zedan, and I'm the podcast editor for the SSLT. It would be greatly appreciated if you guys filled out a survey, let us know how we did, and where we can improve. Thank you very much for listening.